the A in SMART is for attainable. You want to believe that you are capable of achieving your goal because <laughs> believe it or not, having confidence that you'll be successful is a huge factor in actually becoming successful. This is Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp where I help tech professionals in their 20s and 30s balance a great life today without sacrificing their future possibilities. I'm your host, Lucas Caceres, certified financial planner and founder of Level Up Financial Planning, where I help educate, coach, and build strategies with my clients to help them take their financial confidence to the next level. Here's an important compliance disclosure. This podcast is for informational purposes only and are not to be considered recommendations. It is recommended you consult your trusted financial professional before implementing any information obtained from the Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp. Hello, thanks for joining Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp. I'm excited. This is going to be the final episode of 2020. Well, we'll see if I actually get it out there before 2021 hits, but it's it applies very specifically to 2021. So I'm going to call this episode, Make Smart Financial Moves in 2021. And so congratulations, we made it to 2021, a year like 2020 stretches so thin in many aspects of our lives, and that may have included your finances. So if you feel like you can actually improve your finances in 2021 and you want to make it a priority, I want to provide you a framework to get you started in 2021, trying to get a run and start. Because I think the, the hardest part is getting organized, getting that clarity to just get started and start to build some of that momentum. So hopefully this episode is going to be helpful for you in that aspect. So improving your finances is more about the dollars and cents, how much is in your savings account, how much is in your investments which is why it's so important to start with a vision, a purpose and, or why you can call it whatever you want, but what you really need to do is focus on what actually matters, what these things actually mean to you, what you actually care about. And the best way to hone in on this is by reflecting on your life as far as like, what gives you the most joy? What do you value most? Like if you were to sit down and think about what's actually important to you, not too many people do that. And that's why a lot of times for these New Year's resolutions that come about, they don't actually make it. They, they kind of fizzle out right away because there's no actual reason. There's no actual why behind. Well, why are you doing these hard things? It, making change is hard. So if you weren't aware of that, that's why most people avoid making change with as much fight as they can. They're, they're more willing to fight against the change than to use that fight towards making a change and, and trying to improve or change the situation that you might find yourself in. So change is hard, but what can help is getting focused on, well, why why are you gonna put yourself through this trouble? Why are you gonna try to overcome these challenges that are gonna be right here in front of you? The hardest part in developing a new habit is these first few days. After about 30 days, you'll actually be used to everything. It's not gonna feel like it's hard anymore. And that's one of the things I found, I did that 30 day challenge back in November for the video live challenges. And what I found is day one, two, three, after the challenge, I like was still itching to, to go back and record videos because I was in the habit of doing it. And then for 30 days, I didn't record videos. And now I'm trying to record videos again. And it's hard for me to get started again. And it's because these, these habits kind of get ingrained after 30 days. So for that first 30 days, I created a good habit, one that's beneficial for me and what I'm trying to create as far as content and help people. And then for the next 30 days, I was focused more on client meetings, getting getting more focused on marketing, planning for my business for 2021. And that's still really good. And it was important to have. But what happened was I wasn't in that 
habit of recording videos. And now all of a sudden it was really hard for me to get started. I actually planned to record these videos yesterday and I was just frozen. I couldn't even think about how to go about doing it. It's pretty basic. I hit record, I start talking <laughs> and stuff happens. But for some reason, I just hit that roadblock yesterday and, and found excuses not to do it, right? And it's really easy to find excuses to avoid things that are gonna be a challenge or gonna be a change of pace, but you, you need to fight through that. So that's what I'm doing today. So what you can think about when you're thinking about why is it important to make this change? Why is it important to get your finances in order? So what will your life look like if you improve your finances? So just take a quick second to think about what that would mean to your life if you actually improved your finances. How would you feel? What things would you be more confident in? What would you be doing and how does that impact other aspects of your life? Because believe it or not, your finances are just one part of your life, but it bleeds into others. It, it can definitely impact relationships. It can impact a lot of different areas. So it's important to be aware of that. It can impact your stress levels, your happiness levels. There's This is all research-based. I, I didn't do research specific for, those, for this episode, but uh, maybe it's something I'll tackle in the future. How will you feel with your finances that are in better shape. So how would you feel about those things? What else is possible if you actually take control of your financial situation today? So many times finances is a barrier for you to feel confident in taking that next step in your career. Uh, maybe you're making a career change altogether. So what is possible if you had a good grasp of where your finances were, where you actually needed to spend money and what was optional and some of that excess fat that maybe could get cut if you really wanted to make a change, if you really wanted to do something else that would take a financial commitment or you need to be confident that your financial situation was secured in order for you to make these jumps and leaps of faith. So next you need to plan. So when, once you get that good why in place, that vision, that purpose, you need to have a plan. And so sustainable, improve, sustainable improvements do not happen by accident. It's not like, hey, I just woke up and I happen to be where I'm at. A lot of times you can definitely get places on accident, but a lot of times it's not the most efficient way there. You probably waste a lot of time, waste a lot of energy, wasted a lot of resources and money. You, you could definitely improve efficiency by having a plan and then also improving your confidence along the way. Like, hey, I know where I'm going. I know I'm on track. And so it feels a lot better when you have a plan in place. So you need to create a plan that allows you to be successful, sets you up for success. And you probably heard of making smart goals and it's the same thing for your money. So you can make smart money goals. And the reason for that is because it will give you a roadmap of how to achieve your goals. How will you make it easy for you to get started and then easily track your progress as you're leveling up, making huge strides towards your goals. And as you do that, you build momentum. You start to build a little bit of swagger. You're like, yep, I, I set this goal. I'm conquering it. I'm making these hitting these different milestones and achievements along the way. And you're feeling great along the way as well. So let's break down what SMART goals mean. So the, the S for SMART means specific. It needs to be as specific as possible. The bigger you are, the less you'll care about actually achieving it. And so here's an example of a non-specific goal. So I would like to be better with my finances. Yeah, that's a great like overarching umbrella type goal but it, it's not specific enough. It's not going to be something that you're going to be able to really get behind and, and drive this thing home. So a more specific example would be, 
I would like to pay off all my credit card debt. And so that's very specific. It's not broad. Like I want to be better with my finances. And so it gives you focus. It gives you focus so that you can start to build things around it, start to get clear on what that roadmap is going to look like. So the M in SMART means measurable. The nice thing about finances is it can be easily measured. So with debts, we want to see that number go down. And with assets, it would be awesome if that number goes up. And so that's it's very easy to track your finances when it comes to those types of goals. And so additionally, you can measure progress. You can easily create bite-sized goals to achieve along the way too. So if if your credit card debt is 10000 and obviously the, the goal is to pay that off, well, you don't have to just wait till you get to that final one to celebrate, give yourself a high five, or do whatever it is that you want to, to do. Hopefully it's not going into debt to do it, but there's a lot of small things you can do to celebrate and, and feel good about it. So maybe we set that first achievement at 1000. So once you, once you pay off a thousand dollars of that credit card debt, the new balance would be 9,000. That's worth celebrating. You just paid off 10% of that goal. You got 90% left and, and you're going to start building up momentum a lot faster as well. Cause you're paying off less interest too. Now uh, you took off 10% of the interest that you're paying by making that huge improvement. So that's just step one. And that's one of the nice things about things being measurable is you can break them down into those bite-sized pieces and, and really tackle them with uh, a lot of aggressiveness because you're specific about what that goal is. So even, even just kind of playing off of these first two, specific and measurable, one thing I see people do is they don't get specific and then they try doing a lot of different things at once. So they'll pay off this credit card, they'll pay off that credit card, they're trying to pay off student loans, they get a bonus, they kind of split things up and they're kind of constantly spreading themselves out without getting laser focused. And so they, they're not really measuring it either. So it feels like they're making success. It feels like they're doing stuff, but really all they're doing is moving money around and they're not really having the success. They're not really making the progress they would be if they got very specific and started to measure these things. So the A in SMART is for attainable. You wanna believe that you are capable of achieving your goal because <laughs> believe it or not, having confidence that you'll be successful is a huge factor in actually becoming successful. If it's just a pipe dream, then you likely won't even try or you'll definitely give up really quickly because, hey, I, it wasn't meant to be. I'm not the type of person that has this success. I'm not meant to be financially confident. I'm not capable of being financially successful. These are things that are all in your head. And it really just comes down to getting a couple wins under our belt so that you can start to level up, start to take these small wins and start to, to compound them into great, huge wins and start to build that confidence. Because once you have that confidence then really anything is possible, you know that any challenge can be broken down into smaller bite-sized pieces. And that because you're able to have success and achieve these smaller goals, why can't you achieve these bigger ones? So that's really what attainable is all about there. You also want it to be relevant. So that's what the R stands for in SMART goals. So you have to care about your goal. There's a lot of times, especially early on, and, and this could carry on too, if you don't kind of nip it in the bud quickly, is other people may place goals on you or society or things that you see on TV, friends, colleagues. There's, there's things that other people sometimes might say directly to you, or you just might feel like it's implied where you have to take this route this has to be your goal. Maybe it's buying a house. Maybe it's getting married. Maybe it's having kids. Maybe it's going a specific career path where 
maybe that's not something that you actually care about. Maybe it's not something that excites you. Maybe it's not something that you ever want to do, whether it's now or in the future. And it's important to, to get clear on those because if you just do things that other people expect of you or that you think other people expect of you, you're not going to be nearly as satisfied with your life in general. But you'll also, if, if you do pursue these things, you'll be wasting time, money, and energy on things that you don't even want. And so that's that's really the worst thing. It's not that you you don't have the energy or you don't have the motivation to achieve these goals. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we just do it. And we find out like, hey, I actually never wanted this. I just wasted a lot of resources, time and energy and money on things that isn't even important to me. So then you got to kind of regroup and figure out, well, what is the direction I want to head? And finally, T is for time-based. Deadlines help us be more productive. I don't know if you're like me at all, but if if I have a deadline, I'm never going to be late for it. And so what happens is if we don't have a deadline, then we just allow things to, to be pushed off. It, it's never a priority. We're always able to put these things off. And so without a time constraint and because of human nature, we're just more likely to put these things off and never make progress on them. So I'll give you an example. I probably use it in the podcast just because it's one of my favorite ones with one of my clients uh, that I've had started working with since the, the very beginning of Level Up was having a non-time-based example would be I want to get married soon. So I had clients and that was one of their kind of goals that they, they outlined is, hey, we're going to get married in the future. And that's that's awesome. It's important to be aware of that for one. But one problem with it is there wasn't a time-bound on it, which which that time-based aspect does help it become a little bit more specific. So after a couple of conversations in, a couple of meetings in, we start to hone in on, well, I need to know when this timeline is going to happen. And so we had that conversation and they, in their minds, they had different time-based, but it wasn't vocalized. They weren't on the same page about it as far as the timeline. And so in his mind, he thought we were thinking three years out in her mind, it was about a year, year and a half out. And that's a big difference if you're trying to pay for a wedding without going into credit card debt with using, saving up for it in advance. And one of the things that happened is because we placed that time bound, that was hers. He, he looked at her, realized she was not necessarily thrilled with his three-year <laughs> expectation and quickly got on the same page. Like, yep, let's one, one and a half year sounds perfect. Let's, we need to get serious. Then we really need it to get into to drive because it's, they weren't going to have like a, a super modest wedding. And so there was going to be funds that needed to be saved. And so because of that conversation, because they created a time frame for it, they quickly found out that they were able to save about $800 just within 24 hours of that meeting. A lot of that they found during the meeting while we were just kind of talking through things. Then they dove into each of their own expenses a little bit deeper. At the end of the day, they were able to save about $800 more a month just from that conversation, just from putting that time bound and, and really focusing on what mattered to them, which was getting married. And, and I'm sure there was things that they gave up that they did have value in, but it just wasn't the same amount of value as getting married, spending the rest of their lives with each other and kind of making that official, right? And so all of these examples that I use, basically I've had with clients in some form or fashion. And it's amazing how making smart goals can really help you start to build the life that you really want to create and, and stop saying one day I wish I could do this or one day my money will be in a spot where I can start to do these things. 
these things are not going to happen unless you actually start making plans to make them a reality. Otherwise, you'll just always be putting them off. You might start some of these things, but not be able to pull them into fruition because you don't have the why, the purpose behind why you're starting to, to make these changes, or maybe you just don't even put a plan in place and you're just kind of flailing about and it, it doesn't feel like you're making progress. So you fizzle out and give up pretty quickly. So hopefully this is helpful as you gear up for 2021. If you have New Year's resolutions, try to make them smart New Year's resolutions. This smart planning can be applied to other things. It doesn't have to be money-based. And so hopefully this is just helpful for you with work goals, life goals, whatever it is that you want to focus on for 2021 and into the future. So thanks for joining me this year for season 2.0. If you have any guest suggestions that you would like me to invite on, I'm, I'm happy to reach out and see if anyone wants to, to join me for season three. I'm going to be making a, a small tweaks and changes to see what you like. But if you have any suggestions, definitely reach out and let me know. Look for season three to drop in spring of 2021. Thank you so much for listening to Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp. You can find show notes by visiting levelupfinancialplanning.com and finding the podcast page. You'll also be able to find strategy guides, videos, and cheat sheets to help you take your financial confidence to the next level. If you feel this episode has added a ton of value for you, please rate and share this with friends and colleagues. Catch you next time on Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp.